Season. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. Oh, in the end zone, Keenan Allen. There he gets him. It is Parsons who takes it back at the 21. I love the upside, the athleticism. To move on. He's on Robinson. He's got a pass. His first NFL touchdown. Kelsey, good night. Touchdown. Chiefs win it. What is going on, everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome here to our Week 10 NFL Reaction. What's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? How are we doing? What's up, guys? So, um, out of all three of our teams, mine was me and Dom actually both won this week. Um, I forgot that the Cardinals ended up beating the Falcons, which honestly is going to be a like huge kind of draft pick implications because it was good for Tom that his Giants lost 2-8. and eight what there's like a three-way tie for two and eight right now um in the uh for this for the number two pick and correct i don't know like tom if you had 37 percent chance the giants get the first pick and a 38 percent chance that the panthers bears pick is the first pick so and then everybody else is like a mixture of like 15 and below yeah that makes sense i mean if you had to like pick right now would you want caleb or would you want jake may no i want caleb williams you know, like, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it seems like Drake May is, like, supposed to go one, which is kind of crazy, like, the complete 180 we've gone throughout this season. I'm still not buying it, though. I, I do think Caleb's still going to go number one overall. He still is going to go one. Caleb Williams, okay, like, his team has three losses. One, he has a way bigger spotlight than Drake May does. And, like, two of Caleb's losses, it was, like, he, he scored 45 points and he lost. Like, what do you want him yeah, to do Yeah, his defense that? is garbage. It's just Pac-12 for you. Like, it's not his fault that his expectations were higher than Drake May. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see how it's going to be in Chicago, or we'll see where else next year. Um, I guess, quick Thursday night game, the Bears ended up beating the Panthers. Panthers fall to 1-8, don't own their draft pick. Possibly the worst position to ever be in the NFL, um, or just in any sport. And my Panthers uh, preseason division winner might be dead. Um, they need to lose one more game to not be able to finish above 500 on the season, and I think it's cooked. Um, any thoughts from this game or uh, pretty much good from this just absolute shootout? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the game stunk. <laughs> it's not going to get much better when we go to Germany for the next game where the Colts beat the Pats. I mean, this dist- like Pat season done. They're two and eight. Um, Matt Jones ended up getting kind of benched right towards the end of the game, or then he threw the pick at the end of the game. Bailey Zappi was in. Um, it was just not a fun game if you're a Pats fan. I mean, it wasn't maybe the best game ever if you're a Colts fan. They're five and five, still in the playoff hunt. But yeah, I think the Pats are similar to where the Giants are, and they're hoping to probably end up with Caleb Williams or Drake May. I feel like they could also be a sneaky Marvin Harrison team, though. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. they, they're like probably going to pick top four, top five. So we'll see where if, who, if the, a quarterback winds up, another quarterback winds up going in the top five. I don't think one will right now. Like I don't think Penix is going to go that high. He might, no. but I don't think so. Because um, I, I, I feel like there's so many guys that are like QB3 at the moment. Like, I, I feel like Shador might stay, and then you have like Bo Nix is so old, and maybe Jaden Daniels gets hype closer to the draft. He's probably winning the Heisman, I think. At this time, I think at this point, Jaden Daniels probably should win the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Um, but we shall see. Yeah. What would you guys say is like a percentage odds that the first two picks in the draft are both quarterbacks? 100. 100%. Yeah. 
Because yeah, okay. you're at four, if not. So like, true, somebody true. will do a two-three swap. Yeah, I could definitely see that, especially if like a team. Yeah, like you can get really like a sick return if you, if you're like the, I don't know. We'll say the Bears get one and two or something. They could like do an insane trade, or they can obviously take somebody. Or if the Titans don't want to take a, a quarterback, if they ended up there with Will Levis. But um, yeah, so the the uh, the Pats fall to two and eight. Colts five and five. A much more entertaining game next. We have the Texans beating the Bengals thirty to twenty seven. CJ Stroud another statement game from him. Surprised the Bengals really lost this one. I mean, we all last week chose the Bengals. Um, I believe. So this was definitely shocking on our end. Um, Tom, what did you see from this game? And we're just officially on the CJ Stroud top 10 quarterback, like franchise building block train now. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think he, in a year like this one, he might end up being the guy who should win MVP. If the, if the, uh, the Texans win even like 10 games, um, the Ravens might win 12 or 13. The Eagles might win 14, but to do so much with less, and have Stroud be where he is as a rookie, I think he definitely uh, could be in the MVP conversation right now. I think give it like three more weeks, it's going to be all kinds of hype, but we'll see how Jalen Hurts and Lamar and maybe like Tua finish throughout the year. Yeah, shot 23 for 39, 356. Uh, he had a touchdown and a pick, but obviously led the the Texans to a late game victory to go through. Rushing um, touchdown too, though. Yeah, rushing touchdown, uh, five and four in the year for the Texans. Dom, what does this mean for the Bengals? I mean, like, it's just a brutal loss to have, but they're not out of it by any means, right? I mean, again, this is just unfortunate timing by us. Like, we said the Bengals were fully back last week. <laughs> we said another AFC North team was the best team in the AFC. They also lost. So it was not a great week for uh, our AFC North takes. And, again, I mean, the Bengals, they came out in this game. They got the lead. They just kind of stalled in the middle of the game. You mentioned C.J. Stroud through the one interception. That was late in the game, which allowed the Bengals to get back into the game. And then they just couldn't hold them off. I mean, they were missing T. Higgins. I'm pretty sure Sam Hubbard didn't play. So, like, they can make excuses. But when you're at home and you're favored by close to a touchdown and you lose to a rookie quarterback, like, those are the things we don't expect to see from the Bengals. So, again, still not panicking because – like week three the Bengals look dead and here they are back in playoff contention so i think they can still figure it out so i'm not too worried but it's a little concerning yeah so the uh Bengals will go to five and four obviously the whole afc north is above 500 right now and both these teams same record gonna be fighting for playoff spots for sure texans is possibly going for the division now um so we'll hop to viking saints where uh, Dom was not a fan of Joshua Dobbs in general um, in the preview Correct. for this, um, and he, he still thinks he's a bottom five quarterback in the he NFL. Is. I don't I don't think that's true at all. I think he showed that he was the best quarterback on the field today with two Saints quarterbacks playing. I think by far better than Carr, who got hurt. Winston came in, just became full with James Winston through the the touchdown across the field, and uh, he threw two interceptions as well um, through twenty five passes. So, Dom, we're, like, you picked the Saints to win this game, though, right? Yeah, I thought they would at least – I thought their defense, honestly, would do something. I mean, that second quarter killed them. They gave up 21 points in the second quarter alone. That that was enough for the entire game to beat the Saints. Um, I'm not going to get fully into my Josh Dobbs take because I think recency bias has come over you two, and I know there's no there's no debating and changing your minds right now, so I'm not even going to get into it. Um, even though he threw two interceptions, Jameis Winston needs to be the quarterback. Derek Carr – Get off this team. Let Jameis just air it out. I don't care if he's going to throw two picks a game because he actually can, like, get the ball downfield a little bit. So Carr might be better at holding on to the ball, but I think Jameis just helps his offense better overall. I mean, I think we're all sick of Derek Carr at this point. Brutal. And he's, he's what, there for at least two more years after this year? Then they can kind of get out of the last year? I think, 
I think it's maybe just one, one more year than it's three year one. deal he signed, right? Four year deal. Oh, so it's probably an out after two. Yeah, ah, man, it's tough to watch. But like, if you go off Derek Carr, like, how many other quarterbacks are you really going to be able to pick up in this team? Like, it's it's there's not a lot of good quarterbacks in the league. So if you get one like averages like Derek Carr, you could be a very rich man. So um, yeah, me and Tom both took the Vikings in this game. Um, Dom took the Saints. Um, we'll get Vikings to also my lock of the week. Oh, no, my lock, my hey. underdog pick of the week. That was your uh, that was your upset pick too. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. You both hit your upset picks. I missed mine. Yes, I know. That's, that's upsetting. Um, <laughs> so next we'll go to a game that I was at. I watched the Steelers beat the Packers. Honestly, for once, I could say going into the game that I think the Steelers were the better team uh, on paper from what we saw this year. And they did play better than them on Sunday. I do think there was some kind of times where the Packers did leave some points up on the board. It was a brutal kind of beat too. It was like a minus three for the Steelers. Um, it was minus three and a half. And then the um, the Packers got an extra point blocked towards the end of the game. Um, it was mostly a rushing game for the Steelers. They didn't do much in the air, um, but they got two clutch interceptions down the stretch. From you guys, I guess like on the outside looking in, I'll throw it to Tom first. Like, what do you think about this game for the Steelers? Or we're like, we're officially done on the Packers. And like, how are the Steelers six and three? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers... I mean, six and three is six and three, I guess. But um, Green Bay really just like you like you said at first. For once, the Steelers like are very clearly better on paper, and like overall, like Packers really aren't that great, man. Um, Christian Watson, after a, a ridiculously good second half, it goes to show how much of a difference having Aaron Rodgers makes when you have Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. But the Steelers were pretty much in control literally the entire game, besides like a little stint, like when the Packers made it close. Um, I think when like when the extra point got when the extra point got blocked, I think. Um, right after that, steal, uh, the, Kenny Pickett took over in the fourth quarter again and put the game away. So, let uh, Steelers enjoy their 6-3 and three victory. Yeah. Um, like, do you remember, like, a couple years ago, I think it was the COVID 2020 season, where they started off 11-0, and 0, and yeah. everybody knew they were, like, the worst 11-0 team of all time. <laughs> like, they were still a bad team, and they were undefeated. Um, it just feels like that's how the Steelers go, and Hey, I, I took Mike Tomlin coach of the year pick preseason. I think if there wasn't like a really good coaching job in Detroit, I could maybe get some steam on that. But uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Dom, you have any yeah. thoughts and opinions on this game at all? Uh, mainly just about the quarterbacks. Like seeing Kenny Pickett in person, does it change your hope at all? Or does it just make you feel even worse? And then I guess the same thing for Jordan Love because they really kind of did just air it out the whole game. So his stats are a little inflated, but I still don't yeah. think he's like the answer. Like, did you see anything in person that was different? Uh, to be honest, like for Jordan Love, made some really nice throws. I think it was like um, partially, yeah, on the Steelers secondary. Both touchdown passes he threw to uh, Jaden Reed and to um, the Tavion Wicks. Or no, was it Dobbs? Yeah, it was Dobbs. Dobbs. Um, we're both really good. He threw like something up the seam to Luke Musgrave um, also in the second half. He threw some really nice deep balls. Everything else, though, wasn't great. Offensive line honestly held up. Like the Steelers didn't really get too much of a pass rush. And Christian Watson did drop some balls that honestly I could have gone the other way. There was a couple penalties in favor of the Steelers. Um, there was a bad one at the end of the game where uh, Calvin Austin got called for like an offensive pass interference, and it was a big play to Pickens to end the game. Um, I, I didn't think Pickett played bad. It just I think the play calling is not great when it comes to the passing game. I think Matt Canada did a great job calling the game on the ground, but not in the air. Um, but I I don't really think this changes much about Pickett. I don't really love him as a franchise quarterback, but he's able to get this team six wins on the year. So. Hey, you win six games in the NFL as a quarterback, you might get like through your first nine games of the season, you're going to get a second contract, it seems like, just because teams just want a solid quarterback. Um, so we'll throw it to you, Dom, for a game you were at uh, this Sunday where the Bucks beat the Titans 20-6. to 
Yeah, I mean, there's nothing better than watching Will Levis and Baker Mayfield while you're sweating in 95-degree heat. I mean, it was It was 95? The, the real field was 95, so we were cooking in the sun. Oh, um, my God. It was 45 <laughs> in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, I mean, going into the game, like, I wasn't expecting anything great. Um, Richard White is insane for fantasy, awful in real life. I mean, he yeah, just, he's so bad. <laughs> he just can't get more. Like, you see him run the ball, and he's stuffed within a yard or two every time. He had one sick reception for a 43-yard touchdown, which was very cool considering I have him in moving fantasy. Moving at a slow so pace. Like, literally, he was moving. I He was so slow. Like, I'm sitting there on my friend's couch, and I'm like, Yo, he's really slow, and and like three of my boys like instantly like in uh, nah, he was booking in it agreement, in agreement. Like, yeah, he looks like a pick. He's like snail speed. Who's Bro, slower, I'm, him or Najee? Najee, probably okay. Najee. <laughs> no, unless I'm New, wrong, like, newly found backup running back, Najee. I will add. They um they had like the Amazon Web Service like the speeds on like the uh, the scoreboard at Raymond James, oh, no. and it said that Rashad White had a run that went for over twenty miles an hour. It was like fourth in the week. So that I think that was the touchdown. I think he was booking it more than you think because it seems seemed, like he, he was. Like he was so slow. I mean, maybe he's just so much faster than everyone else that like it seems slow by comparison. Maybe some reverse logic there. But I mean, the Titans' offense, like Will Levis, did not look great. Even Derrick Henry struggled. Like he couldn't run the ball. So I don't know if so much if the Bucks' defense is good, but like they played lights out against Will Levis and Derrick Henry. So that was good for them. And um, they're unfortunately. For my Falcons future, the Bucks are now in second place, and the Falcons dropped to third. But so that's a little unfortunate for me. But um, yeah, this Titans Titans season. I mean, they're now 0-5 on the road. It's just gonna keep getting worse. Crazy. Honestly. Yeah, not great for the well loved dynasty owners. No, no. I thought because like the Bucks, they just got torched by uh, Stroud last week. So you think exactly, like maybe yeah. Levis would throw a touchdown or just maybe over 200 yards? Should not do that. <laughs> by one yard um so we'll, we'll go to a, a blowout game here did not expect this the uh, Niners were three and a half point favorites going into the game on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars they won 34 to 3 complete domination we all took the Niners um last week I believe um yes. yeah we all took the Niners in this game um so it worked out for us who knows you could have altered the spread another 30 points and you, you could have covered possibly so uh yeah huge win there does not look great for Jacksonville uh Tom is a uh a Trevor Lawrence fantasy owner and just like your opinions on him not looking good so far this year. Stock has gone down in 2023. The stock has really gone down. I mean, I feel like, well, I want to say like he got too much love because he had like seven good games, but it was seven good games to win the division and a playoff game in his second year in the first year of a system with a new coach. So it's like when you give him like, it's like the first time he really like had a shot to succeed, he like really exceeded expectations. Um, but I will say, like, I just think, like, he's just a, a full tier below, like, those, like, like, we ranked it, we ranked quarterbacks, like, an hour or two ago, and, like, I think he's, like, down that fringe top 10, like, he's, like, he's right with Dak, I think Goff's probably better than him, um, at least, at, at least at this moment, he's having a really bad year, um, I think, does he have more turnovers and touchdowns? Like, it, it, he might, he's, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, zero touchdowns, two picks, um, he's got six interceptions, nine touchdowns on the year. Nine touchdowns. I don't know how I don't know how he is rushing in fumbles wise, but I mean, I don't know, man. It's uh, he's like he he isn't a rushing touchdown. So if he has four fumbles lost, then he has more more turnovers and touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, Jacksonville they could be really good if he just plays if he, if he was like just playing like a top six or seven like people a lot of people had him right at the beginning of the year, but 
we'll see. I mean, he's still got a lot of season to figure it out, and Jacksonville still is definitely in control of that division. So, Dude, he's got seven this year. Seven fumbles. Well, he lost actually, four of them. I'm saying they're in control of the division. <laughs> the Texans are actually right on them now. So they're now one. Yeah, I think they're one game behind in the loss column. Five and four versus yeah. six and three. Yeah. Uh, five and four versus six and three. And they have a head-to-head yeah. win already. Did you hear my uh, my uh, Trevor Lawrence fumble stat? Seven, he said he had seven fumbles. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're right there, and he lost four of them. So not the year for Trevor Lawrence um, no, that they would have wanted. And I think we all, Tom, did you agree with us that like Stroud over Lawrence right now? Yes. Like long term, I'm taking Stroud over Lawrence, 100. percent Stroud looks better now than Lawrence at any point last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, long term, I i probably am. If I need to win a game tomorrow, I'd have to really like think about who I want. I think to I'm win still tomorrow. taking Stroud. He looks so much Stroud. better. I know, but still, like we saw what Lawrence did last year. If I need him for just 60 minutes, like long term, I'll agree. I, I like Stroud more. But if I need a 60 minutes tomorrow, mid November, I don't. I have to really look into it before giving an answer. Yeah. I think they are probably neck and neck. You know who's kind of fallen off since week one on the Jaguars? Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. yeah. Not kind of fall, it's like a monumental before. fall off. Like, is he even a top yeah. 50 wide receiver in fantasy? I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I don't think so either. He's re- Two he's for really 20, like, he's like, he's like Kenny Galladay. <laughs> no no one's Kenny Galladay. No one's Kenny Galladay. <laughs> 35 for 471 and two touchdowns at more than halfway through the year. I mean, he's, he's on pace for like 800 and something yards, I think. Um, and he did all that week one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine you yeah. traded him in week one of fantasy. You would have just got like insane value. So, and he also went there. off um, week like four against the Bills. What did he get in week four? Uh, eight for 122. And then gotcha. he had 11 for a 101. No, sorry. Seven for 122. And then eight for a 101 and a touchdown against the Colts in week one. But so he's had three good games this year, basically. 32, like 40, 38, 35. One catch for five yards. Um, six for eighty-three, and then two for twenty. So he's been like bad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Christian Kirk definitely wide receiver one there. Um, so another AFC uh, North matchup that we had. We all took the Baltimore Ravens in this one, and looked like they were gonna win this one, but they ended up losing thirty-three to thirty-one to the Cleveland Browns. Um, this is obviously um a very important game when it's gonna come to seeding and who's gonna win the AFC North now that the Browns um are six and three, the Ravens are seven and three. Um, this was a good, solid second half for Deshaun Watson. Definitely probably the best half of football he's played since he's been at Cleveland Brown. Um, Jerome Ford looked good on the ground. Amari Cooper got it done in the air. It's like, it's a very weird game. Obviously, division matchups are going to be like this. Um, but yeah, huge win for the Browns. Um, they advanced to 6-3, and three, like I said. Dom, do you think that the Ravens are still like kind of the top team in the AFC North and they're going to win the division? Or do you honestly kind of like the, the Browns' momentum here with their defense and if Watson plays better? I think I'd still take the Ravens because this was literally just an insane choke job by Baltimore. Like they mm. refused to win this game. I think if they, if you go back to probably early fourth quarter in this game, I'd say the Ravens win eight out of 10 times. Like they just collapsed so hard at the end of this game, refusing to win. Um, but I mean, credit to the Browns for not giving up because this game was 14, nothing, I think less than five minutes into the game. Um, did Watson have a pick six on, was it his first pass of the game? I don't know. I'm not sure if it was his first pass, but it was the first drive. So like, uh, it, First pass of the game, second play of the game. Yeah, so he just never, like, you started from behind the entire game. They were able to fight back. And, I mean, good for the Browns, because I honestly thought the Browns were going to be a lot worse this year. So them 
already having six wins, they kind of proved me wrong in that aspect. But I would still take the Ravens uh, more often than not in this scenario. Dude, yeah, what a weird season for the Browns, honestly. Like, blow out the Bengals week one, lose to the Steelers, then Watson's out. And, like, you lose, to the, you get blown out to the Ravens, you beat the Niners with your backup quarterback, and then, like, you, they lose to the Seahawks, and here they are. Huge win on the road for the Browns. Um, Tom, do you have any thoughts on this game at all, or, or you're kind of, like, pretty much expected here from the Browns? Yeah, I mean, I'm there. I'm in agreement with Dom overall. I didn't, I didn't think... I thought this could definitely happen. I picked Baltimore, but I... Didn't think it was going to be a high-scoring game. I thought, like, if the Browns were going to win, it would be a better chance than being, like, a 19-17 game than it would be, um, like, a 30-31 game. But, um, like Dom said, they Baltimore kind of refused to win the game. And OBJ had that one catch where he looked like he was 2016 OBJ where he palmed the ball <laughs> and outran the last safety. That was pretty cool. But other than that, just great game. Um, but this is this is the division game where it, it's, like, a loss here means the least of it's the least of the ravens worries basically i my, my expectations don't change with them whatsoever and mm-hmm. one last thing uh just shout out to roquan smith he had 21 tackles this game the next closest player Wild. on either team had nine i don't 21. think i i don't think i've ever seen 21 total tackles like that's yeah that's 14 solo tackles that's crazy that's um, an insane amount yeah, so they split the uh, the season series. Uh, we'll hop to an undefeated quarterback this year. Kyler Murray wins his yes, season sir. debut. The Cardinals beat the Falcons 25-23. Dom, are we starting up some Cardinals propaganda now? Are they going to make the, the playoffs? I mean, the propaganda was started weeks ago when like they were losing close-ish games because Josh Dobbs was an incompetent quarterback. Like If they had Kyler, they would have won a few of those games. Um, it was good to see him. Like he's, he's full speed, like him running around the field. Again, he made it. Um, that one sick play they had they caught it on the overhead camera where he runs backwards 20 yards then gains the first down on third down just showing his athleticism um and james connor came back from the rir he looked pretty good in his first game back so it's good to just see the offense like look good for a change and trey mcbride was just getting fed honestly hollywood brown didn't really do anything which is a little a uh, little upsetting just because him and kyler always seemed had seemed to have a good connection so hopefully they figure it out but Overall, I mean, a win's a win. People are probably going to say we ruined the tank, but, I mean, it's our second win of the year. Like, we're, I'm not expecting them to win six games and completely ruin their draft, draft spot. I'm totally fine with finally getting a win. Yeah, it's kind of funny, like, how, like, the maybe Caleb Williams, the Cardinals' odds have just diminished since week one. Like, they, I guess when they were, maybe even two weeks ago, before even Kyler came back, it's like, all right, like, there's probably a good chance. And now, like, Kyler comes out with a win. Now they got two wins. The odds of them even getting them one pick are probably a lot lower. So, like, I don't, I think that you might be dead. Um, Which I'm, I'm fine with, because why, like, you don't know if Caleb's going to be good or not. Like, we already know Kyler is a good quarterback, so... Is Kyler a top ten quarterback when healthy? When fully healthy, yes. He's not yeah, fully healthy. Yeah, I just he's think not fully I healthy really right now. He's fully healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to be like, okay, played one game back, and now let's put him. You know what I mean? You, yeah. He could be like having struggles like down the stretch. And as Dom. a um, as a Kyler fantasy owner, Clayton Tune getting the goal line carry for the QB sneak, absolutely hated it. Like, <laughs> so let's just let Kyler get another rushing touchdown. We don't need Clayton. You started Tune him too. Yeah, I had to because uh, Tua was on the bye, so I had to do the backup. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we previewed this game last week. We had the uh, Lions against the Chargers. The Lions ended up winning by three. This was my upset pick. I really thought the Chargers were going to win this game at always quote-unquote home. Um, man, poor Herbert. 
four touchdowns, 323 yards, and this team still loses. What he's never like, he always wins if the team, uh, if the defense holds them to below 28 points. Well, the Lions scored 41, and I don't know how this happened. Dom, what are your, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so I think, I'm pretty sure his record, like you said, when the Chargers hold their opponent to 28 or less, I'm pretty sure he's 22 and 6. So, I mean, if you do the math, that's only 28 games, and he's started, what, close to 50 now? So, like, the Chargers defense just has not been good most of his time there. Um, I mean, Keenan Allen had an insane day, but then again, like, Amon Ra had an insane day. Montgomery and Gibbs both played well, which was kind of surprising to see that. Uh, what mm-hmm. they both they both played. I mean, that's not the Detroit Lions' way. Um, just this was a great shootout. The Lions. I mean, they're just they're just proving people right. Like everyone said going into this year, they were supposed to be good. I didn't really believe it, but after watching them now, they have proved it. And although their defense hasn't didn't look great this game, I'm not too concerned because they did face a good offense, and it was technically a road game so i mean if their defense is going to slack off a little bit this is the game to do it so pretty impressed by them yeah i agree um tom what were your thoughts on this game um keenan allen he's even the best year of his career he might be like he's having a fantastic season um herbert yeah like dom said it's it's so hard to like give him any sort of like slander for what's going on here like you score 38 points you throw four touchdowns what else do you want him to do? Like, he played fantastic. Um, I think just the, the lines. I mean, the lines are also really good. So, I mean, props to them. I'm not going to say it's all the Chargers defense's fault for being bad. But I think Chargers, what, now 4-5? and five, I think they yeah. are. Um, right. So, they could still very very easily finish around 9-8 and eight and, and make a playoff spot. They're going to be in like a five-team race for that last uh, wild card spot if they go 9-8. and eight. I think 10, if they somehow pull out 10 wins, I think that'll give them a much better chance at a wild card. But uh, Brandon Staley's job again in complete question. I'm looking at their full schedule here the rest of the year. seems like the Chargers have um, the Packers, okay. Baltimore, tough. New England, okay. Denver, didn't seem tough, but now might be a little tough. Vegas didn't seem tough, but now might be a little tough. Um, Buffalo, Denver again, and Kansas City. That is a gauntlet. It's a tough schedule. And what the Chargers need to hope is that the Chiefs already lock up whatever position they're in so in that, that maybe week. that last week they can just get a free win, hopefully. Like, that's yeah. that's something that they Dude. need to happen. The AFC is just a complete gauntlet right now for, like, the last couple of playoff spots, or at least all the wild cards. Like, um, the AFC South will probably fix itself out. I doubt the Colts are still going to be there, but and the Titans are out. But, like, and besides the Patriots, it seems like all four teams in the AFC North are in it. Maybe all four teams in the AFC West are going to be fighting for some wild card spots. And then three in the AFC East, like, it's going to be tough to make the playoffs in this conference. Yeah, because there's also, like, so we're talking just in general about making the playoffs. There, are, Like, a lot of teams are in contention for the playoffs. But then there's there's still only like a few teams I actually like have faith in to make like a deep run. Like we're talking mm-hmm. about like the whole AFC West. Like yes, the Raiders and Broncos are fully in the mix. I don't think any of us three have really any faith that if they do make it, they go far at all. So like you, yeah, like they're probably they're gonna wind up losing to probably Baltimore or Cincinnati in the first round because like whoever's whoever's that two seed, um, or the Dolphins, like you know it's it, it, it's gonna like I, I don't see them as like a formidable opponent to and to any possible two seed. Yeah, which but just makes this race, like, so much crazier. Who do you like more, Dom, the Raiders or the Broncos? 
well, I mean, I got to ride with my Broncos after Monday night, so. <laughs> uh, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Tom, uh, you want to talk about Tommy DeVito and the New York Giants? No. What, what, what am I going to say? They scored 17 points, which is uh, a tribute like their Super Bowl. But, yeah, they're just done. Um, they're in shambles. Um, I'm fully on the Caleb Williams train, and I am completely – I mean, I still, I still do not – like that Brian Dale was a coach of my favorite football team. I don't like that. Damn, what a 180 it's been since last year. I mean, how could it not be? Like, the decisions he made was what you would say, okay, this guy is modern thinking, forward thinking, future, great. Could be, like, the head coach for years to come. And now this year he does a complete 180 and starts playing, and starts coaching like Joe Judge, who always coached not to lose instead of to win. Complete 180 of what he did. So the 180 and what I think of it makes sense. Um... But, yeah, I mean, he ultimately was brought in to develop a franchise quarterback. That's pretty much, you know, like, it was to figure out Daniel Jones. He made Josh Allen into what he was. So, I will trust him to get his guy and do something with him to where he can try and build his guy into a franchise quarterback. So, I will give him that. But, on top of that, nothing else, like... Cowboys offenses looked like a machine and just killed us. Dude, who is Lawrence Cager? Like, what are we doing here? Can <laughs> we get more targets? Guy. Can we get more targets to like Wandell Robinson or maybe uh, Jalen Hyatt, who might have a future on this team? No, Hyatt got a concussion. I think this game. So he, Did he? He, he? Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, they ran a wildcat a wildcat play where it was drawn up perfectly. Like it was a double pull. I think the the center and the left guard and. When Saquon was about to hit the hole, Marcus McKeithen is turned around facing Saquon and blocked him. And then Saquon got tech tackled in the backfield. So that was that's so funny. That that's how it's going to go. I have uh, I have two things I wanted to say about this game. The first being that the Cowboys minus 17 was probably the easy, easiest minus 17 bet I've ever had. Like There was zero sweat. Like The game started, you're like, yep, Cowboys are winning this game by 30. <laughs> it was never in doubt. And then the second thing I wanted to say is, like, we all know the Giants' offense is atrocious. It's literally awful. Why is no one really talking about how bad their defense is? Like, they're, like everyone is just piling on. The offense is so bad. Tommy DeVito is awful. The receiving core is awful. Like, nobody's really talking about how bad their defense is. And I kind of find that more concerning than the offensive struggles. Um, So... Well, because the offense is, is historically bad, that's why. Like, the defense is just, like, not great. Um, like, I'm looking at points against right now. It is it is the second worst. <laughs> yeah, but, I guess. <laughs> but it's, like, heavy, But like the, the two Dallas games, it's like they got they got 40 bomb twice. And then, like, so if, if, it was, if it was, like, you know, not as embarrassing where they had zero chance of offense and just turned the ball over instantly, you know, say a few of those touchdowns don't happen... They're right. They're they're in the mix for like a bottom ten defense, and they're but just bad. You know, they're they, just bad. They also gave up thirty to the Raiders, thirty to the Dolphins, thirty to the Niners, twenty eight to the Cardinals. Like it, I understand the two Cowboys games skewed a little bit, but on any given day, they're more likely than not giving up twenty eight plus points, which just no one's talking about. Like I understand Tommy DeVito. You expect the offense to be poor when Tommy DeVito is your starting quarterback, but the defense. Yeah, I mean, is just the easy way like to nothing. say it is is to say that well. They have no offense, so like the defense is like, like the That's time fair. possession is skewed, but like it can't be skewed that much. Like even if it's like 
a ten percent skew. Like if you if you if you hit it down by ten percent, the, de- the defensive uh, points against twenty six. It's like still they're still they're still like bottom ten. So they're mm-hmm. they're bad. Um, but I guess there's no other really other thing to say. Like they're just bad. That's fair. They're bad. Bad team. I like they're how really, I really, really really bad. This is this is the kind of team that picks first or second. I like how I asked so. Tom if he wants to talk about the Giants, and he goes no, and then we talk about him for ten minutes. <laughs> because you, this, I mean, well, when you ask me a question, I mean, no, I'm, I'm messing. It. Like, no, I'm messing. I love it. but truthfully, also, um, the Dallas Cowboys, a team that had 404 passing yards, actually 472 passing yards, 168 rushing yards, 49 touchdowns, um, Points. had what seven Points. touchdowns? D- Tony yeah, Pollard, yeah. Tony Pollard oh, had 5.5 fantasy points. He, yeah. what what happened? What happened to him? I don't know. Well, That's it. Well, to be fair, like this game, he, they got up early. Like he didn't do anything when they started the game, so therefore he wasn't gonna do anything at the end. He of the got game. stuff in the goal line twice that first drive, though. Yeah. So like after that, it's like all right, we're already up by thirty. Like Tony, go sit on the bench. Like we don't need you today. So like yeah. that. That's a little understanding, but no, he he's been irrelevant this season. It's been so weird. Yeah. Um, we had a really another really good game in which Jason Myers, speaking of fantasy, put up like twenty five fantasy points um, he was my, for the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Stream for this week, dude, what a pickup! Uh, they won twenty nine twenty six. They beat the Commanders. Um, a nice bounce back win for Geno Smith um, and the Seahawks team. Um, Geno had a really good game, definitely the best game of his season uh, for sure. And honestly, you know Brian Robinson and I just going back to fantasy again. He's a top ten fantasy running back this year. Crazy. He- he yeah. is the only running back this season to have two RB one finishes, like like Wild. like lead the week Wild overall. Yeah, he has so many touchdowns. I feel like. Well, yeah, I don't know how. Like this, this was definitely a career high. He had six catches for 120 yards. Like, well, I don't think Brian Robinson ever does that. Yeah, no. he's got eight touchdowns right now. I don't know. It just seems like he scores one every week. Yeah, and I mean, he was actually efficient this week. He almost got five yards per carry. Granted, it was on eight carries, but. Um, yeah. He's usually not that efficient. Uh, Fifteen. So. All right, that's not, that's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, about half. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you mentioned it. Like Gino looked good. DK had a good bounce back. Tyler Lockett was good. I mean, even uh, JSN got some work. So like the Seahawks are kind of starting to bounce. I mean, they definitely bounced back after last week. I don't want to say they're fully ready because they only won the game by three and had to kick a lot of field goals. So. I'm not saying they're fully back, but they definitely are starting to trend in the right direction now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll hop to the Sunday night game where the Raiders beat the Jets. 16-12 to 12 was not the most entertaining game in the world. I will say, though, I'm, Zach Wilson did not look good, obviously, in this game. And to, like, what surprise. But the final play, the Hail Mary, kind of a sick, like, roll out by him staying alive. Mm-hmm. And if, if that was a yeah, completed pass to Garrett Wilson, that would have been so, so sick. Can I want to play a game with you guys. So I have a quote here. It's from Robert Sola. Tell me which player he's talking about on his team. He's actually playing pretty well. I'll let you guys take a guess on who he's talking about. <laughs> I know it's Zach Wilson. How do you stand in front of the media and say he's actually playing pretty well? Like, are we watching the same – like, at some point, you just got to be brutally honest be like, yeah, he didn't have his best game today. Like, saying pretty well after that performance is just something. Well, you, you know he's just a talker. Like he, like, like, like his press conferences are. You never know what he's gonna say. Um, and that, as much as that's like ridiculous, like it doesn't really surprise me. So I was like, ah, okay, like another one of the Rob Sala like crazy press conference quotes. But whatever. Um, 
Dom, do you think we can come in agreement here? The Raiders or the Jets would at least minimum be five and four and would have won this game with Josh Jobs as their quarterback. I mean, yeah, probably, but like Thank you. All right. I just wanted to come well, to some agreement here. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to like say Zach Wilson's elite by any means. He's definitely in the bottom five with Josh Dobbs, in my opinion. I think that's safe to say. Um like Zach Wilson should not have a job right now if, if Aaron Rodgers' Achilles was in one piece. So So Wait, so Kenny Pickett or Josh Jobs right now? I'd rather have Kenny Pickett. Wow. Do you think Tommy DeVito, you, Tommy DeVito Do you think or Josh realistically Dobbs? the Steelers would have more or less than six wins with Kenny Pickett or Josh Jobs? Josh Jobs has I don't 16, think it changed. It wouldn't he has change. 16 turnovers in nine games. But he's in the Cardinals. They're bad. The Steelers are, like, decent. Okay, he has he has 16 turnovers in nine Kenny games. Pickett, I don't care what team you're on. Dude, Kenny Pickett has had... Like, seven good plays this whole season. Like, when it matters. He's, Obviously, he's like, these are nice plays quarter. in the fourth quarter. But they would be nowhere near this if it wasn't for the defense. I'm still... I would still take Kenny Pickett over Josh Dobbs, is what I'm saying. Uh, would Josh Dobbs be the best quarterback in this game Sunday night by both teams? Okay, well, technically, yes. But, like, Aiden O'Connell, I'm not considering as a real quarterback for my rankings. Because if you do, cause if you start doing that, like, to, then you got to throw in DeVito. Then you got to throw in... He's um, better than Daniel Davey. Jones. I don't. I mean, I, we're very blind at how solid Daniel Jones looked last year. There's a reason Josh Jobs has only started like nine games in his like six year career. Like, there's a reason for that. It's just this it, recency bias. Like, again, you said the same thing when he started with the Cardinals. He had a good one or two weeks, and it was just not. Team shot to tank. It's not because of him. <laughs> it matter. He was still bad. Um, he would probably not have looked like a top two quarterback in the Monday night game though, uh, where the Denver Broncos upset at the Buffalo Bills 24-22. This game definitely made Tom happy. Um, all the anti-Josh Allen propaganda thrown out there. Um, do you, do you, you just love to see this, Tom? Um, it, it is still, like I said, propaganda that I'm throwing out there. I don't like it. If you, if you ask me like actually rank the quarterbacks, I'm putting him like four. Um, but I'm just, this doesn't make me happy. I would say yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. No, 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 no. Um, because I, I, I knew, I knew this from from the jump. I didn't, I didn't, I think that the Broncos would beat them. I didn't at all. I mean, I guess it makes me happy the fact that the Broncos won. It helps the Giants, but um, yeah, the Bills panic button. They fired Ken Dorsey today. Um, Crazy. So, but their offensive EPA, I think, is still first. So I think it's nuts to fire your offensive coordinator, no matter how bad his how bad his play calling is, when you have the best. EPA offense in the in football. Me personally, I don't think I didn't. It didn't. Like the eye test didn't seem like he was doing a good job. But like, stats are kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't get how he gets fired before Matt Canada. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, huge win for the Broncos. They stay alive. Um, Dom, you have anything about this game before we hop into my favorite part of the week? Yeah, this is this was my upset pick of the week. I had the Broncos. Oh yeah, there you go. We um, will give you I your think flowers. It's the biggest, I think it's the biggest upset we've had. Did anyone else have bigger than seven and a half? I don't. This was a seven and a half spread. Yeah. Holy oh, shit! In my, Definitely, so I'm in. I don't think so. I'm in a uh, pick 'em league, so it's like thirty guys, and you have to pick your five spreads each week. So I had the Broncos plus seven and a half, and thirteen other guys had Buffalo minus seven and a half, which made me feel really good knowing I got the clean sweep on all of them so that was that was uh that was good to see but I mean Russell Wilson very quietly like I was taking a look at his stats he has an 18 to 4 touchdown to interception ratio yeah he's pretty he's good, good. This year. like he doesn't look good when you watch him like his numbers actually are like kind of respectable so it was a nice bounce yeah. back for him 
Yeah, it's because he's always on primetime against good teams, and then like he's on national stage, like just getting like he's. It's like the Giants, like they're not as bad as the Giants, but like it's a similar way of like when you're bad on primetime, it seems way worse. But like even if you're mid on primetime, like everyone's like, oh, he's ass. But if you're good and like a randomly a random filled one o'clock slate, like no one's really gonna be talking about it. Other stuff's gonna be going on. Nothing else is going on if you're playing on Monday night. Yeah, that's one gripe I have with the NFL. If you play primetime, you're going to play primetime like the very next week. For whatever reason, they like stack it. Like the Broncos play Sunday night football this upcoming week. The Bills were just on Sunday night football. The Jets were just on uh, primetime two straight weeks. Like they seem to stack it, and I don't like that they do that because it just forces us to watch the same teams like repeatedly. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's interesting how the Broncos are here. So my favorite part of the week is now when we eliminate uh, a team from making the playoffs, we're going to be eliminating our 10th team this week. So we did the Colts last week, correct? Uh, no, last week was the Rams. Last week was Col- the Rams. Why Colts were Col- two weeks ago. Colts oh, we did do ago. the Colts. Okay. So, okay. So, um, I'll, I'll list them off. Dom, you can just make sure I'm right here, but we have the Rams. We have the Broncos. We have the bears. We have the Cardinals. Panthers, Giants, Patriots, Raiders, um, and Colts. Correct. Okay. So the two that obviously we got to be a little bit worried about are Vegas and Denver. Somehow Vegas is... And the Colts. They're 5-5 also. True. True. Dude, I can't see Gardner Minshew leading this team to a playoff (laughs) appearance. I I can't see Aiden O'Connell leading a team. I think the Raiders being 5-5 is way more impressive than the Steelers being 6-3 after their start and all the stuff that's happened. Agree. And then the Broncos are four and five. So I think I think we definitely have some candidates. I think there might be a clear cut here, but I want to know if you guys agree. Um actually there there might be two. I have so two. So that's probably the same. Are they both well. are they both are okay. Are they the Titans and the Packers? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to figure out who we want to eliminate here. Both have uh, young, inexperienced, technically rookie quarterbacks, if you want to go by that for like first full seasons, um, which Jordan love. Uh, the AFC is a lot tougher right now, I think, to make the playoffs. So that's why I'm kind of like leaning towards the Titans. But Dom, it's got to hurt you to eliminate your uh, your division preseason winner here. Is this no, worse I, than my I, Panthers I, pick? I, I, I still had the Jaguars. I was just high on the Titans overall. Oh, okay, okay, my bad. Um, um, well, the, the one thing that stands out because like, I think these are going to be the next two teams we eliminate no matter what, so I don't fully care about this week. But the mm-hmm. Titans' upcoming schedule is Jacksonville, Carolina, Indy. I can see them potentially going 2-1 and one in that stretch. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the Packers play the Chargers, the Lions, and the Chiefs. Like, they could... That's 0-3 right so there. Be I think you just made our decision very easier for us. Yeah, <laughs> just a lot easier. Packers. <laughs> All right. Like, I think there's no chance the Packers... In the within the next three weeks, there's no shot that they are at least five and seven. They're going to be four and eight at the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Green Bay is the team to eliminate here um, for sure. And then next week, if if, if if Titans lose next week, it'll just be three and seven easy. And then so then fast forward to week after week twelve, then maybe a couple other teams will make our decision a bit easier. Maybe like the Falcons, the Bucks drop two straight, or like the. Did we eliminate the Jets already? No. No. So like we have Jets, that in our back pockets, though. Yeah, but Aaron like Rodgers, the Jets, they could lose month. two straight. I'm not sure they play. I, I'm, I'm just kind of going off whatever. Um, the Colts could lose two straight, and like at five and seven, they could be four games back in the division. Like, um, we still have so the Commanders. A, a, a lot, a lot can go on. Um, but 
It's once we get to like week thirteen is where it's really gonna get tough. Should we just yeah. get like really cocky, just eliminate the bills like right now? Just say like there's no recovering. <laughs> we gotta get like no, sick that, that, on no, that. No, let's let's save them in case in case they're like in in the hunt team that needs like five teams to lose and like to win out in like week sixteen. Then we'll, we'll save it for then. Yeah, yeah, I was I was actually looking at the odds today. So I think the Dolphins are only up on the Bills by a game, a game and a half, and they're minus yeah. four hundred to win the division. So like just the the books are just completely writing off the Dumb. bills at this point which i kind of found surprising yeah um so okay, we're gonna the add Dolphins the... are two in the loss column that's why yeah uh, oh yeah they're five and bills five bills have the same record yeah, as the raiders five. that well, is and the crazy Dolphins, the Dolphins have a tough finish but they go vegas jets washington tennessee jets apparently rogers that might be rogers first game back that uh He'll be that 12 17 game against the jets because apparently he's coming back mid mid december um he didn't tear the Achilles. But then they have Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo. That but that week eighteen game could be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, we're gonna add the Packers to it. Um. Next week could potentially be the Titans. Um. But who knows? Maybe it's the Commanders. Maybe we do do the Jets. But we'll see. So yeah, that's gonna be it for our week ten reaction. Thank you guys for listening. Um. And watching. If you guys are on YouTube, we'd appreciate you dropping a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're not already. Let us know in the comments what you guys thought of week ten. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd appreciate a rating and review over there as well. And we'll catch you guys in a few days for the week eleven preview. So see y'all there. Peace.